You're listening to the Beyond Sundays podcast, where we tell stories of God's faithfulness from people just like you, because the God who did still does. Our desire is to cultivate conversations about God that help each other take our next steps with Jesus while creating a space to process topics of faith beyond the typical Sunday service. So you guys know we just started a relationship series last week, and this week we're continuing the discussion about dating. But with it being Valentine's Day this week, I wanted to do a slightly different episode than normal. I actually asked a couple to share their story of how they met and how they've gotten to know each other in this culture. Y'all, this conversation is lighthearted, sweet, and fun. Not only did I find their perspective refreshing, but also encouraging for those who are longing for the right person to share life with, but feel hidden or stuck in a waiting season. Remember, everyone's story is unique. This is just one story. But what I wanna do is encourage you that the Lord has not forgotten you. He has a good plan. Then don't forget, we have a new segment of the show toward the end where we get practical about next steps. And the one we talk about today is actually a super fun tool for anyone who wants to get to know someone intentionally. So let's get to it. Okay, well, I'm really excited to have someone I work with in the studio with me today. How you doing, Abby? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. This is Abby Klaus. She works with me up here in the, what do we call this place up here? The upper room. The upper room where you have to climb Mount Everest. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) To get to our offices, (laughs) but it's lots of fun. And Abby, what do you do up here at the church? Um, I am um, a full-time graphic designer, so um, all of the... Graphics you see from slides to sermon series to um, anything like the Purify booklet we've gotten to walk through, I get a hand in designing all of those. That's a fun job. It's so much fun. I'm very, very blessed to be able to do what I do. That's awesome. Well, we also have another special someone in the studio with us today. Do you want to introduce him? Yes. Um, So my sweet, wonderful, amazing boyfriend, Jordan, is in the house. Say hello. Woo-hoo. Hi, Abby. Hi, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) We're so glad to have you um, in the studio with us today, Jordan. And uh, your family has been around Beltway for a long time. Uh, I think your parents, like I remember, like helping in youth ministry with them long time ago. Love your family. Yes, I grew up going to Beltway. Started in third grade and been going ever since. Yeah. And what do you do? I'm a rancher. I'm a small town farmer and rancher in Albany. And I work in my family business, and it's it's a lot of fun. Get to see cows every day. <laughs> Something that Abby loves as well. I, I get to get cow pictures like every single day. And, and those make you so happy. They I, make me so excited. I am very aware of when you've gotten a new cow photo. <laughs> it's almost every single day. Sometimes dog pictures too. Oh, It's the best. Okay, so I have you guys in the studio today because we're talking about relationship, relationships in general, and it's very interesting and unique because we don't get a lot of like guidelines in God's word when it comes to dating, right? Mm-hmm. But in our modern context, dating is the thing. Like people date in order to find the person that's right for them, right? Because when you're ready to get married, like you don't just find someone off the street and pick them and do that. You know, you do, there's a process there of getting to know someone. And so y'all are young, you're in a relationship, y'all are precious. And I couldn't <laughs> wait to have this conversation with you because I would love for you to share your story. How did you meet? Can you tell me the, the quick version of that? 
Yeah. So um, I was, long story short, I had been in a season where um, I really wanted to get back out into the dating world. And um, our wonderful boss, Deanna Fields, um, prayed um, prayed with me, prayed over me about that. And quite literally a week later, she was like, Abby, I have someone for you. And I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, and it was, it was Jordan. And not a week later, someone else I work with, um, that we work with, was like, hey, I have, I have someone you need to meet. And it was also Jordan. And I was like, okay. Wow. I was like, okay, God. Confirmation. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, God, I guess you're really wanting me to meet this guy. So um, Laura Phillips, who works with our group's ministry, ended up coming down to um, our office. And she was like, how do you want to do this? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, well, do you want me to give him your number? Um, do you like want to go out with me and my husband and like meet him? And I was like, you know what? Just give him my number. That will be fine. And I'm normally not very bold like that, but something in me was like, you're confident. I was like, it was like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. And so that same day I get a text from Jordan and quite literally we have not stopped. Oh. speaking sense and mm-hmm. as soon as I got your number I, I texted you immediately <laughs> and the rest is history <laughs> yeah and so um we ended up going out to dinner um that same week um meeting for the first time we were both very nervous very awkward <laughs> which um I feel like for a blind date is pretty common yeah um but after that first date um I was driving home and I just kind of felt presence of Holy Spirit, just very calm over me in which I had never really felt before um, in that way. And I was like, okay, I think this is going to be, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I saw Jordan and I was like, he's really cute. And to me, he's tall, even though he doesn't think he's tall. <laughs> I'm very short. so. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah. And since then, it's just been so incredibly wonderful and yeah. um, very much... Um, just blessed by the Lord. Mm-hmm. Now, how long have y'all been dating so far? Is this eight months? Eight months, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so in that eight months, can you walk us through what it's looked like to date? And then, like, there are levels of dating, right? There are t- sure. intensity levels where the conversations start to switch from what's your favorite color to, <laughs> you know, well, what do you see? Your, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Or what are your goals? Or tell me about your family and... Um, tell me about your testimony. I mean, there's the conversation eventually switches and goes a level deeper. Mm-hmm. So do, would y'all share like, what does it look like to have an intention to get to know someone that you can see yourself continuing to get to know for the purpose of spending your life with one another? Could you go into that? So it's kind of funny for me and Abby, uh, the very, very beginning of our relationship, we were we were already sharing the the deep stuff, the trauma, the past experiences with each other. And that that's some that, something that brought us together uh, very, very early on. Uh, I remember for fun, we would sit on my couch and just ask each other questions for hours and hours and just get to know each other. So I, for early on, that's something that we, we like to do. And uh, it just kind of led us into, uh, I guess we got to speed up that process of getting to know each other and ask the, the tough questions and get to know each other on a deeper level. Well, y'all are, y'all are not like, you're young, but you're not like young, young. I mean, you're out of college, you have mm-hmm. jobs, you're ready for a serious commitment, right? Yes. Yeah. And so at that point, you're just like, well, 
we don't, is there really a reason to waste time here? No, no, there's not. <laughs> like, let's yeah. really get to know. Let's ask the questions that show the heart, right? Mm-hmm. That show the character of, of the person I'm interested in, right? And it, for sure, it started off with, of course, the normal, what's your favorite color? Like, what do you like to do for fun? And then very quickly... I remember we were on our, like, second date, and I just kind of jumped the gun, and I was like, how have you seen God show up in your life? Like, through the nitty-gritty hard times, like, where have you seen him show up? And I think I remember asking you, like, when did you really start to think, like, this was, like, going to be, like, you know, a good thing? (laughs) And you told me, like, after I asked that question. It was was actually the second date that I— I realized that I saw something special in Abby because I, I saw her heart for the Lord and I saw her heart for others. And uh, just by talking about that kind of stuff, I saw the, who she was. And I, I thought I thought to myself, I, I could see myself long-term with this girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was that initial attraction. Mm-hmm. And so I would love for you guys to talk in, and speak into what does it look like to be dating and honor the Lord at the same time? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think that having the desire to want to date and pursue a relationship um, that is going to lead somewhere like marriage is probably the most important because I think people in our culture very much so they're dating to fill a hole in their life that they feel like needs to be filled. And so um, I think so far with our relationship and um, so far in dating and getting to know each other, um, I mean, from the get-go, we both said, hey, like, the only way this is going to work is if our foundation is built on Christ. And That's so um, we try to make a point um, to um, pray together, go to services together. We love to talk about, like, the sermons after mm-hmm. and just kind of relate it back to, okay, like, what did that make you think? And Jordan's a little bit more of an extrovert when it comes to, like, the action items. So there was one week um, where I, I think it was just talking about, like, encouraging people you see. And he told me one day where you were, like, a gas station or something. And you, like, told one of the workers. And they're like, hey, like, you're doing a great job. And I was like, that's just so amazing because I get really anxious talking to people I wouldn't know. But to see that he has like the heart to take that action mm-hmm. and something too I can look at and be able to like follow his lead. Yeah, he's not just a hearer of the word, but a doer of God's word. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Jordan, what a, what are some of the ways in which what is dating looked like as you've led the way, right? You're the guy, you lead, right? For sure. How have you led the way in this relationship, this dating relationship and make sure that you're honoring to the Lord at the same time. Yeah, I think being the man, there's certain responsibilities you have. Like some Sundays, if she says, I don't know if I feel like going to church, you say, oh, maybe maybe let's go. Maybe I need to be the one to lead out and say, let's do this, or let's let's get into a small group. Uh, just uh, realizing that um, if there's some ways that we're lacking uh, in honoring the Lord, um, having a conversation about that and just... Uh, Reminding each other that that the Lord needs to be number one, and just uh, reminding each other that um, we're only in this because of Him, and uh, just being there for each other, and uh, trying to keep Him as number one. And as the as the man, it is my responsibility to do that, and I hope I've been doing a good enough job for you. 
You've been doing great. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I love there's a scripture that I keep thinking about, um, and I can't remember the address right now, but it basically says, like, in whatever you do, do it for the glory of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever you do, do it for the glory of the Lord. And I think about that, and I think, yeah, whatever we do, whether we are eating or drinking or working or, you know, parenting our kids, and and y'all aren't in that season, but I'm just saying, like, or or dating, whatever we do, we want what we're doing to honor the Lord. And so I think about what glorifying Him, like bringing Him glory looks like. It's reflecting His nature on earth. Mm -hmm. It's reflecting who He is in what I'm doing. And that brings Him glory because we're His representatives here on this earth. We're His ambassadors. He calls us the light of the world, and glory means light. And so in some contexts, it means light. But I'm just saying, like, we're reflecting His glory on this earth. And I just, I really want to say, like, this season of your life and whoever is dating right now, and that's your season, do it for the glory of the Lord. Like, remember you're reflecting Him. And when you're reflecting Him, you're showing people who He is. And there is a way in which the world is not familiar with that. They don't know what that looks like. There's a lot of delusional messages about dating out there. I mean, from Disney to TikTok to Taylor Swift songs. I mean, (laughs) love is not a game, okay? We don't want to play that game. (laughs) Love Love is so much more than that, you know? And so I know that at the beginning of a dating relationship, you don't automatically say, hey, I love you. So <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I have a, I have a funny story if you would okay. allow me to share. Go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's, it's funny you say that too because my mind doesn't automatically go to that. Um, I mean, growing up, I, I was so busy with sports and athletics. Me and my twin brother, neither one of us dated in high school Um Middle school, like, that was never a thing. Um, My brother had his first relationship at, like, 18. Technically, for me, Jordan is, like, my first ever relationship. Um, Wow. Yeah, which is... That's awesome. It's just been really sweet because I was in a season of really trying to go with what the Lord wanted for me Mm -hmm. and protecting my heart and keeping me hidden until the right man came along. That's so sweet. I love that. And, oh, may that happen to my girls. <laughs> <laughs> and here he is sitting right next to me. Um, but so it was maybe, what, a month and a half in or so? Yeah, maybe a couple months. Yeah. yeah. We were sitting on the couch watching, like, The Office. And um, it was – we were talking about something, and he said – he mentioned – he was like, oh, yeah, and that's, like, you know, one of the reasons I love you. And I will freeze, and he freezes and looks at me like, panic. Because you sometimes, like, I would think, like, you sometimes say things, like, maybe you don't mean in that moment. Sure. And so it was it was kind of humorous because I, like, turn, I, like, pause the TV. I, like, what did you just say? And I look at him, and he goes, um, I, I was, like, no, it's okay. It's okay. Like, I get it. It probably was, like, he did the moment. Yeah. Turn the TV back on. We're kind of sitting there in silence. And he grabs the remote, pauses the TV, and he looks at me and goes, no, I love you. And I am just start sweating immediately because <laughs> I'm like, what do I do with this information? And it was just over and over. I was like, no, I was like, it is 
too early. I was like, there's no way. Like, you love me. And I, I've never had anyone say that they loved me like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I tell my friends, like, I love them. My parents tell them they love them. But I've never had, like, a significant other be like, hey, like, I love you. Mm-hmm. And so – and I kind of looked at him and I was like, no. And he was kept saying, yes. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, why? And he said, you're like, no one's ever asked me that before. Aww. But um, I think just because so early on, we both had the desires in our heart to, when we were dating, it was for marriage that for sure we got so close so quickly that it was in that moment that, you know, he said it and unconsciously said it, but then you know, was able to look at me and say, no, I love you. And I started crying. <laughs> and then with a couple weeks later, because I, I was like, well, I, don't, I don't know how I'm feeling. I, this is this is crazy. You're good. And, <laughs> and um, a couple weeks later, I was, you were at like a cousin's wedding or something um, on like a Tuesday. So I was still at work. And I asked him, I was like, hey, can you like send me a picture? I, like, want to see you in, like, your little, like, cowboy hat and jacket. Um, and he sent me a picture, and I was walking out of um, – I, w- I coach a couple classes at Beamer's Gymnastics, and I saw a picture, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I love him. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I, l- I love him. And Aww. so the first time I told him I loved him, it was quite humorous because he knew what I was going to say, but I couldn't look at him for, like, <laughs> 10 minutes. And I just started pacing around his house – and then the first time I said I love you, I, I couldn't look at him. But then, I mean, here I, we are. Here we are, and I, I tell him I love him like twenty thousand times a day. Mm. It actually took Abby a couple more weeks, like she said, to say I love you. But uh, it was kind of an elephant in the room every time we hung out. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I, I was I was I was very patient with her because I knew that she yeah. was gonna. I knew she was gonna get there. So I it was no problem for me that she didn't say it as well. But I knew eventually she would. So I was very patient with her. Oh my gosh, yeah. so cute. I knew it was coming. Oh my gosh, y'all are so cute. Okay, <laughs> well, and I love like it's the reality is is love is choice, right? For and sure. This kind of love is different. It's a different type of love than the love you have for your parents or a friend or, um, you know, a niece or a nephew or something. I mean, it's it's just different and. So it is a choice. It's a serious choice. We don't just throw that word around, mm-hmm. you know, willy nilly. It's it's an important word, and I love that you were cautious and careful in that place to, like you mentioned earlier, Abby, mm-hmm. guard your heart. Yeah, that is so important because as girls, we can get our hearts wrapped up real quick, for sure, real quick <laughs> and <For> often. Sure. <laughs> but with the Lord, like having Him help us guard our heart, so. So that we can, because it's the wellspring of life is what the word says. Mm -hmm. So guard your heart for it's the wellspring of life and everything you do flows from it. And so we not only want to protect, you know, our bodies and our minds, but we want to protect our hearts as well. And I think that's very sweet. And so in that place, you waited until it was time, until it was something you truly meant. Mm -hmm. And it was a choice you made to say, no, I, I do. I actually do love you. So I think that's sweet. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm married for 18 years and we got married young and I am not a hundred percent sure I had a full idea of what love was when we got married, even after marriage. I think love as it's nurtured, as you go through seasons together, the hard and the bad, you know, the, the ups and the downs mm-hmm. and everything in between when it's, when love is nurtured, it grows and it intensifies and you it's you there are more layers that are revealed 
And man, what it does for me is it makes me feel so grateful and humble of that choice because we, 18 years later, are still choosing each other. And that in, in and of itself is a miracle to me. And thank God for his role in our lives because we could not be where we are today without him in the middle of all of, all of it. And I just love to, I get to see Sarah and Jeffrey every single day at work. And I just love getting to see the intentionality. Like every time Jeffrey comes up to our office, like he comes in and just he always seems like so excited to see you. And <laughs> we I do think, love working together. <laughs> and I think it's, and it's just like, you saw each other at home. Like it mm-hmm. hasn't, it's been like 15 minutes, but I think the the wonderful thing to see from that though is even after 18 years, you're still choosing every day to go in with that excitement and that intention of um, being together every day. Yeah. And, Relationships are choices that we make. And one thing that I had so many people tell me was, oh, well, the honeymoon phase only lasts like a month or two. But it's it's so funny because I'm like, that that's not true. If you're not working to make still the coming months or the coming years feel like that, like you should have an intention behind getting to do that every day. Like I still get so giddy to see Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like this morning, like I got here um, to work and he texted me. He's like, hey, I'm here. I'm coming up. And I just still got so excited. <laughs> and it's, again, it's been eight months, but I think every day we both make the choice to just want to see each other and have fun and just be together. And so I, I'm i really thankful that our quote-unquote honeymoon phase is mm-hmm. still very much there to me. And um, I hope it is for you too. Absolutely. <laughs> and so um, – So yeah. I'm sorry. You, you're saying honeymoon phase, and I can probably cut this out, but you're saying honeymoon phase. Is that a phrase that people use to talk about your dating? Yeah. So can that, you explain that? Yeah. So Because uh, I've only heard it in the context of after you're married. <laughs> no, really. Oh, so um, a lot of people our age kind of describe the honeymoon phase as the first month or two of a relationship. Like everything's new. Everything's fresh. Like – Yeah. And so it's like you get that giddy feeling like the butterflies butterflies. and you get excited to see them. And so um, I've just had so many people over the years tell me, be like, that only lasts for like a couple months. And then, you know, it'll just be like normal. And I'm I'm like, there's no way that can be true. And I hope not. (laughs) No. Well, because I'm like, I still think like I look at you and Jeffrey still and I'm like, I'm like, y'all still seem like you're in the honeymoon phase and it's been 18 years. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of, and I feel like today's culture and huh. people our age, they use that. I as- did not know that. You just taught me something new. Well, and here's the reality is that we can't just expect a relationship to to continue to grow if we don't cultivate it, mm-hmm. if we're not working at it. And there are lots of, lots, I'm saying lots of places we can work on our relationships, right? And so- but in the phase that you guys are in, you're still, you know, getting to know one another and also having fun. For I think sure. that's really mm-hmm. important. And it's still important for me at the age I am, middle age-ish. And I'm going, you're I still so want to have, oh, thank you. <laughs> I still want to have fun with my man. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, and we do have fun. We, I mean, Jeffrey just told a story the other day of us going bowling and him pulling a calf muscle. <laughs> I mean, like, that's the reality of our lives. We, we. <laughs> I saw something the other day where it says, you know how people will tell tell you to enjoy enjoy it while they're young? Well, that what they really meant by that was your your knees and your hips. And <laughs> I'm starting 
I'm starting to feel that. <laughs> but no, really, it's like, no, it's beautiful. Every season just continues to grow and get better. And yeah, there's highs and there's lows. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the Bible tells us that we will have trouble, um, that it's not a matter of if, but when. And man, to have a partner standing beside you in that to help you get through that season, whether it's um, a job loss or um, a loss of a family member or something, it is... It makes so much difference. I can't imagine going through some of the stuff I've gone through in my life without without my husband, mm-hmm. without a partner in my life who I can trust, who I know is chasing after Jesus, and whose foundation is the Lord. Um, we sharpen one another. We strengthen one another. We call each other out <laughs> when it needs to happen. And we have a lot of fun along the way. Yeah. I think for me, it's... Uh... Everybody has their own story. Everybody has their own path to getting to marriage. Some people take a few years. Some people take a few months, and neither is bad. So I, sometimes there's uh, some stereotypes out there of, like, you should date for this long, and then you can get married. But not everybody has their own story. Yeah, absolutely. I That's used, so true. I used to be actually really skeptical of, you know, people who got you married super that. quickly. Yeah, and... <laughs> It was funny because whenever uh, it was like our third date or something, I sat down with my with my roommate and after it happened and I was like, I think like this is it. Like he's my person. Yeah. And she was like, kind of looked at me like, are you sure? <laughs> like this sounds a bit crazy, but I always was like, and everyone, you know, saying, oh, like when you know, you know. And I'm like, that's not, that's not true. But it's, it's true. It's so weird because it <laughs> is true. And so, um, when you're listening to the Holy Spirit inside of you, absolutely, and there's no red flags, yes. there's no, th- there's not this like, hey, check in your spirit, going slow your roll. Yeah, and so I used to be like, I would see people after four months of dating, getting engaged and married before a year of even knowing each other, and I, I would be very, I was, I was very judgmental of that, and then now, I mean, it's so different now because it's respecting people and their path and their story mm-hmm. has I've grown a lot in that since I've been in um our relationship as well so it's been very eye-opening I want to speak to I want us to talk about one more thing before you switch gears and it is about your family the role how what is the role your families have played in this relationship it's pretty cool you don't see a lot uh having both your parents still being married after 20 plus years I think that's which is sad. It's kind of it's rare nowadays. It's amazing, yeah. Uh, it is amazing. Uh, so just learning, growing up with our parents, and just seeing how much they love each other. I, Abby can speak to this as well. Um, just how much our parents love each other, and how much they wake up every day and choose each other, and how they set set examples for us on uh, how to handle certain situations. Um, just that both of our parents have been great role models for us, and even Abby's parents for me, as I've only known them for a few months, have been great role models for me. Shout out to. Jeff and Becky Klaus and Risha and Jeff Pleasant. Amen. And they both, I mean, when I first met Jordan's parents, I mean, I was so nervous because obviously like, I'm meeting his family, but like immediately, like his mom and dad were just arms open and they were just so excited. Um, and same with like my family. Um, my my parents absolutely adore Jordan. Um, they've played a huge role in, I think, just our relationship and again like you said just seeing my parents have been married for 28 years and 
it's funny to see old photos of them and things they used to do before they had my brother and I. And then to now where my parents on a hiking trip, there'd be a patch of snow and my dad is like, hey, I know your mom's going to fall on this. I'm going to take a video and la- I'm, they're going <laughs> to laugh together about it. And I'm like, something for me like that, I'm like, as a lot of people would be like, that's kind of mean. And I'm like, no, that I feel like that is marriage. That's real. That's real. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, that's something to me that they've demonstrated of just like laughing, laughing when something goes wrong Mm -hmm. because things will go wrong and having a light heart about it. And I love getting to see Jordan's parents. They, I mean, they all work together every single day. So they, um, it's just so cool to get to see their family dynamic and Mm -hmm. our families together got to meet for the first time a few months ago and they just headed off and, they hung out till about eleven o'clock, and all of us kids were like, "When are we going to get to go home?" Yeah, I was like, "I was like, I would like to go to bed. I am tired." That's so funny. But yeah, it's just been it's been super sweet. And then his brother and sister in law, and my brother and sister in law, um, as well, have played I think a big part in um, our relationships as well. That's really sweet. It's important when you have that family dynamic to, or, or really anyone that you're that really knows you and is doing life with you, like you want to get their counsel in the process and to have their support, the green lights, like, hey, I don't see anything that I'm concerned about. Like that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And it's important. It's it's about having that godly counsel around you, right? To help you see blind spots, not only in yourself, right? But in the choices that you're making or the, or the, the way that you're walking through things. But I think it's just so important. And Jeff and I had that as well. Our Both of our parents um, are still married after a long time. And uh, so thankful for that. So thankful for that foundation. Uh, and also thankful for um, the role that they played in our lives as well. We still, and I want to encourage you in this, even at close to 40, we still go to our parents for godly counsel. And I am so thankful for that because when we have to make a hard decision, you know, life is some of your choices, right? And there's a lot of decisions you make throughout a lifetime. And some of them are harder than others. Some of them, it's like you really can't pick the wrong one, but which one's the best one too is another situation. And so you seek godly counsel in your life to help you in that decision. And they pray with you and they seek the Lord's face with you and it, there's nothing quite like it. So for both of you to have that, it's beautiful. It, it's probably one of the biggest blessings of our relationship. Absolutely. Thank you, Lord. Okay, let's switch gears. Because um, I'm so excited about this. You guys have a game that you have played a little bit mm-hmm. called We're Not Really Strangers. Yes. Can you explain the concept of this game? So there's um, different levels um, of like intensity of like questions and um, it's re- it's really meant for like two people um, starting like a relationship or beginning um, to get to know each other. It can be for friends. It can be for new family members. Um, actually, Maddie Pimentel, who is our social media coordinator um, and one of my dear, dear friends, her and her husband actually introduced it to me and Jordan. And we actually got to play um, a couple rounds with them a couple weeks ago. And it was super fun. Um, but it's just kind of, there's some silly questions. There's some really deep intentional questions in there. And, um, some have you like draw a picture in a certain amount of time with 
like and see what you both draw. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's simple but to the point. Okay, well, this is going to be the part of the show where we get practical. And I love this game because it's something practical that can be used as a tool to help get to know somebody. So since you mentioned Maddie, I think I'm going to invite her in here. Snaps for Mads. To come in and have a conversation with us. Okay, so now we have Maddie in the studio with us. Hey, Maddie. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I've never recorded a podcast before. Very (laughs) nervous right now, but that's okay. Snaps for Mads. Snaps for Mads. Yes, snaps. Okay, that's totally a Mads thing. We love you, Maddie. (laughs) All right, so like um, Abby said, Maddie is our social media gal up here in mm-hmm. the upper room here at Beltway, and she takes care of all of our social media, basically. I do my best. I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> you do a great job. Thank you. <laughs> you help me understand things I don't understand. <laughs> so good. Um, all right, now, Maddie, tell us a little bit about you. I know, like, just real briefly. You're married. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, hi, Maddie Pimentel here. Um, i working at Beltway for, like, a year in a few months now, um, running social media, uh, born and raised in Abilene, uh, married to my sweet husband, Jax. Um, he does keys at North campus a lot for service. So you'll see him around there. Um, yeah, we've been married for two and a half years now, I think. Yeah. Two and a half years and loving every second of it. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. And I love that y'all have such a sweet unique dynamic work relationship but you've become really 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 close friends oh yeah she's my work wife like immediately became besties (laughs) like I knew that as soon as I started working here and I met Abby I was like okay if we're not best friends in the next week like (laughs) something's wrong (laughs) like she's awesome and so it's been really sweet getting to know her in the last year or so and getting to see her and Jordan Yes. love each other it's so cute I love them so <laughs> happy to be here too okay well you're in the studio in the part of the show where we're talking about next steps we're getting mm-hmm. practical so we want to be able to offer like if you're in the middle of a dating relationship or you're wanting to start a dating relationship or maybe I mean like I even told you this I'm wanting to play this game as an, a married woman like I think this mm-hmm. is so much fun because this is just a one tool that you can use that helps you get to know another person, right? And so would you explain what this game is? Yeah, so it's called um, We're Not Really Strangers. And it's really just so that you can get to know somebody. It doesn't always have to be for, like, between a dating relationship, but, like... It's really good for it's that. It's really too. helpful. Yeah, it's really helpful. Like, um, I got this game for me and my husband to play, and we've known each other since we were in diapers. Like, so, and we learned some new things about each other in it. But um, there's three different levels that you do. Um, first level is perception. Second level is connection. Third level is reflection. And Ooh. so you do um, about like fifteen in each level just to like dig deeper with the person that you're doing it with. That's you can great. do it in groups, but it's best to do it in twos. I think that's what like the directions say. But yeah, that's we've the goal done it, it as a group as a group. That's so fun. And y'all played mm-hmm. the four of y'all, like yes. you and your husband mm-hmm. with Jordan and yeah. Abby. And game y'all night. had a lot of fun on game night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're gonna do a little practice round real quick with the mm-hmm. three levels. You've picked out some questions. Yes I have. Are y'all ready to play real quick? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Uh, Maddie, why don't you ask the first question? Okay. First level perception. Do I seem like someone who would get a name tattooed on myself? Why or why not? <laughs> so you have to answer for each other, right? I think so, yeah. Yes. Um, if I, Abby got a name tattooed on her, it wouldn't be my name. It would probably be her favorite artist. 
but I think that's about it. She wouldn't get. She definitely wouldn't get my name tattooed on her. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I think you like her more than me. Taylor Swift. Yeah. No. <laughs> I am. I am a Swifty, but I love you a whole whole lot. Um, I actually would. I, if I did get a name, it probably would be yours. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'll get my cat's name and I'll get Casey's name. Your dog on. I'll do that. Yeah, do the animals. We'll do the animals. Yeah. Get my Instagram handle. Got it. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> J plus. Um, I, I, you don't even have, you don't have tattoos. And I don't think you would get a name either. Unless, Is she correct, Jordan? Unless it was mm, mine. No, I wouldn't get a name. <laughs> yeah. I might get a tattoo someday, but definitely not a name. Yeah, because I have, I, I have, you. I have three tattoos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Well, that yeah. was fun. <laughs> I know. Was fun. Like, I wouldn't have known that before. Uh, okay. Next one is connection, level two here. What is a dream you've let go of? And P.S., we did not give them these questions beforehand. So oh, that's why the, the blank silence and stares at each other. Um, Can you repeat it like one more time? Yes. <laughs> what is a dream you've let go of? Um, very early on in my life, I let go of the dream of wanting to be a, a Baylor basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> After I capped out at five foot nine, I knew that wasn't going to happen. He <laughs> loves Baylor. He loves Baylor. And I actually had a whole semester at Baylor. So when we met, he was like, this is incredible. Aww. I have a connection. Um, it's a dream I've let go of. Okay. It's not necessarily let like go. I've let go of it. It's more practical now than it was. Mm-hmm. I just wanted a whole farm of cats and dogs. <laughs> I can offer you a farm of cows. I mean, that works too. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love them so bad. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Level three, reflection. What am I most qualified to give advice about? Ooh, that's good. I think for Jordan... I mean, he's my ag guy. I know nothing about hay, cow's land, any of that. <laughs> he's he's really good. He he knows his stuff. I mean, he does it for a living. So I would hope so. But he he's really good about giving good advice on, I think. If you're wanting to get cows and start on some land, on doing anything like that. Call Jordan. Um, <laughs> Call Jordan Pleasant. Yeah. I'm not putting his phone number in the chat. Sorry. No. Um, you're very, very smart with technology. Um, many times I've come to you like trying to get two different pictures on my iPhone screens. I just couldn't figure it out. And you were like, Jordan, it's so easy. <laughs> so you're and fonts. You love to teach me about different fonts, and I still don't understand. I do. I know the word serif. I believe. So proud. <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud. You're a genius with all the design stuff and media and all that stuff. <laughs> just Betty and I are just, we're just <laughs> giggling. <laughs> we just love it so much. It's so sweet. <laughs> dog. It's so cute. The fact that I have taught him like mm. font language and Dude, he no, can respond back to me. That's big. This Jax is, has yet to really catch on to some of that. This is my love language. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love it, it so much. I need to talk about it more, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the gay 
same. Yeah. And it's real simple. Super and simple. It's I love the packaging. It's great. I know. We and organized. Um, but yeah, I'll, we'll definitely link that in the show notes for you guys. Yeah. And that's your practical next step of today. All right. Thank you guys for coming in. And thank you, Maddie, for playing the fun game with us today. Oh, my gosh. So glad I was invited. <laughs> thank you, Jordan. And thank you, Abby, for coming in and chatting with us about your dating relationship and what you've learned and what you love. It's just yes, been thank so good. You. Yes, thanks. Well, this episode was so much fun. And we hope you enjoyed today's practical next step. For links and resources mentioned today, check out our show notes. And before we say see you later, I want to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day week. Make sure to tell the people in your life how much you love them. Send that text, write that card, make that call, or tell it to their face. These kinds of words coming from someone that you love always mean so much. As always, thanks so much for listening to the Beyond Sundays podcast. We hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, God is always moving and he's moving in your life too. Beyond Sundays. Bye.